welcome back to the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. Guys, I did a thing. And it took me 140 days to do it, but I actually got it done. And on this episode, you're going to hear more about it. As always, go ahead and grab a pen and a pad, and we're going to dive right into the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast right after this intro. I'll see you guys soon. Welcome, welcome to the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. I am your host, Tiana K. Blyden. I'm a wife, mom of four, entrepreneur, and servant of the Most High God. I believe that you were created to disciple others, enjoy your family, and walk in your purpose with grace and balance. Together, we will cover all things Bible, marriage, motherhood, money, and ministry. I see you, sis. God sees you. It's time to be you. Let's do it together on the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. I'm in rare form today. And I know you hear my voice echoing, and it is because I am moving. I'm moving. Um, I'm in the old place, and we're moving to a new place until we decide or figure out where God wants us to be, because clearly it is not here. And so today I wanted to share my, um, I just finished a milestone. I completed 75 hard. And for those of you who don't know what 75 hard is, it is a 75-day journey in which you have to, um, you got to do a lot of things. You have to work out for 45 minutes twice a day. One of those workouts has to be outside, outside in the cold, right? Or outside in the heat, whatever time you do it. So two 45-minute workouts, um, two 45-minute workouts a day. There is one gallon of water that you have to drink a day. There's also 10 pages of a book that you have to read. You have to read 10 pages every day. And you have to stick to a diet as well as drink no alcohol. No wine, no nothing, unless it's for your religious observation reasons, right? And so I started this journey in all transparency in January, oh no, March of 2023. And the first time I got to day 36 and had to stop, I got pneumonia and I had to stop. And so I was so disappointed because I was almost halfway through the journey and I had to stop. And so it took me almost a year to finish that 75 days. When I first started, it was spring outside, so the weather wasn't too bad. I was going to conferences and stuff, and I was doing it. I was drinking the water, going to the bathroom in the middle of most of the sessions and carrying around this gallon of water and going outside in unfamiliar places because when I was going to conferences, I was going to places I'd never been before, so I don't know the people. I don't know the area, but um, I still did it, and so... What ended up happening was, y'all, 
because I did not finish in the spring and because I kept starting over and over and over, I had to finish it in the cold. There were days during this last 75, we did not finish until this month in January, January 5th. There were days during this 75 days where it was really, really cold. And some days it was raining. Some days I could barely see outside. And my husband and I would be outside walking because we did it together. It's not about weight loss, really. It's about the discipline that you get in the middle of a challenge. It's about not allowing yourself to make excuses. Where when it's so late, 2 o'clock in the morning, and you realize that you haven't taken a picture, because you have to take a picture every day, too. That you get up and you take your picture before the day ends. Or you get up and you go outside or things happen. We have kids. We have life. We have family. And I still had to make sure that I did 75 hard. And y'all, that was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. One of the hardest things was not allowing myself to make excuses. To start over from day one over and over and over again. Because I allowed some excuse to get in the way. But let me tell you what I learned from that. I learned that it costs you not to keep your word. It costs you when you do not keep your word. And so I had decided because you have to have gone through several phases and on your one year anniversary that this time, no matter what happened, whether I got pneumonia or COVID, no matter what happened, that I was going to finish this challenge. And I absolutely did. But I learned that not being disciplined in the beginning cost me. And that's really what I want to talk to you guys about today. Because just like I'm moving, we are in a season of transition. We're in in a season where we are required to pivot and required to do things that we have never, ever, ever done before. We, We are this place that I'm in right now. I thought that I was settling here. But God had another plan. And so I'm going to be moving to a different place. So I wanted to show you guys in all transparency because it's hollow in here. We have already moved most of our things out. And we still have access to the place until the end of the month. But this is the thing I want to tell you. Moving out of here to a smaller place does not make any sense to me. And I wanted to record this on a podcast because it really goes against What I believe that God promised me before I moved in. But I'll tell you something else. I am a woman who trusts God. I have a husband who trusts the Lord. I have children who trust the Lord. And we believe that this is what he has in this time and in this season. So I'm moving to and I'm passing through at another place so that I can find out what God has for us next. I don't even have a state in mind. I don't have a city in mind. I just know that it is time to pivot. It's time to pivot. And it's going to cost you if you do not follow through the first time. It's going to cost you if you don't follow through the first time. This past weekend, I went to a the revival at my church. And at every New Year's Eve revival, we have at First Baptist Church of Glen Arden in conjunction with Greater Mount Calvary Church. They have a joint revival where they have a joint choir and they bring guest speakers in. Well, every single Friday for the last maybe 20-something to 30 years, Bishop T.D. Jakes has come on Friday and then on Saturday to deliver 
a business and leadership address. And he started his message off on Friday night talking to us about something that I know so well, that I know that God is doing in my life. And the message was pivot to possess. Pivot to possess. And there were some notes that I took. I mean, I'm going to try to remember some things right now, but one of the notes that I had taken was that you have to pivot into the person that you know that you are. That really hit me in my heart because there are some things that I allowed in 2023 from myself, from other people, some behaviors, some things that I know that I have no business allowing. That that is going to take a major pivot because those things, that thing, that situation is beneath the anointing that I carry on my life. And so this is a moment where I had to look myself square in the face and really decide, are you going to become this woman that you know that God created you to be, that you already are? Or are you going to continue to allow circumstances and feelings to guide you along the way? And that's why I wanted to record this for this podcast, because this is a moment of shifting. This is a moment where you have to follow through. And following through is not following through on something that you don't understand or you that you don't know. You have to follow through on the things that you know, that you know, that you know, that God has called you to in this season. And that's where I am. That's where I am as a woman of God. That's where I am as as a leader. That's where I am as a coach. Even now, my business is changing so much that most people don't understand that the things that don't align with where me and God are going, I have to let them go. That's including client behaviors. You know, I just established a new policy because for the last three months, I have been preparing for sessions that nobody was showing up to, that they paid for, that they said they would be there and they did not show up to or they showed up very, very late. And I understand that this was the culture. I created a culture where you feel comfortable and you feel good, but I'm taking time away from my family especially in the evenings and during the day to do these sessions. And I'm preparing hours, spending hours of putting together content to present for one hour and nobody shows up. So what does that tell me? That I need to pivot. That I need to pivot in terms of boundaries. That I need to pivot in terms of pricing. Then I need to pivot in terms of who I am talking to because as I evolve as a woman, my clientele needs to revolve or evolve. I got to pivot. So they have to pivot. And most people won't understand this, but you won't understand because you go to work every day and whether you clock in and do a lot of work or not, or if you, whether you clock in and you don't do any work, you still get paid. I'm an entrepreneur. The currency in my business is time. I cannot waste time. I can't waste time doing two and three hours of content for an hour session that nobody shows up for. So now things are tightening up because I have to pivot. Most of them understand it. It doesn't mean that I don't care. 
It doesn't mean that I don't want to help. It doesn't even mean that I'm about money. What it means is that I understand that if I live to even be a hundred and something years old, I got about 43,000 days on this, this, this here soil. And I can't waste hours out of a day preparing for something that nobody's going to show up for. But this is also a moment for me to say, who do you want to work with? Who actually values what it is that you bring to the table? Now, some of y'all feel me on this because you probably have been experiencing the same thing. The customers that you have, maybe they're not paying anymore. Maybe they're not showing up. Maybe they don't honor your gift. This is the time to sit with God and say, okay, God, what is it that I need to do? Because something here is not adding up right. I know you didn't call me to just leave this business totally and completely, but I sense a pivot in the air. Sometimes instead of trying to make things happen, I had to actually repent for this. Sometimes there was something that I wanted to do and I did everything necessary for it, double check and triple check. And when it came time to do it on the other end, it didn't work out. So I ended up forcing it. I ended up going to the people and saying, well, I did everything I was supposed to do. You got to do what you have to do, right? And then I had a moment with God. Six, seven months later, because the situation didn't work out. And the Lord said, it wasn't that you didn't do what you needed to do. It wasn't that they made a mistake. It was that I blocked it and you forced it instead of coming to me and find out why it didn't work out. So now this is why you're in this situation, because you never looked at it as if I'm sovereign and I have my hand on everything. You're trying to force it. You're trying to force these clients. You're trying to force these people to get these results. You're trying to force them to show up. But really, you need to look, come to me and see if there's a pivot in the atmosphere, because it's likely that it is. Y'all, in this season, it's so many things that are changing and so many things that are shifting and you've got to get prepared for it. That means you got to release some things that's in your hands so you can pick up what really belongs to you. Yesterday, I was me and my assistant were on a call while we, we were learning this new system. And the Lord clearly spoke to me. He said, this system that you used before for your clients, that's a six-figure system. You need a seven-figure infrastructure. And I hate to bang on this table, but what I'm telling you all is that the best measure of faith is preparation. If you believe it's going to happen, you're going to get prepared for it. If you believe that what you are building is important, you're going to protect your intellectual property. If you believe that this business is going to prosper, you're going to put the right systems in place. If you believe that you're going to be a coach, of one to many, you're going to put some, some boundaries in place to concerning your time so you're not wasting it. This is extremely important. This is extremely important. So if you believe, if you believe that what God told you is going to happen, if you believe that what he promised you is coming to pass, if you believe that this is your time, this is your season, that 2024 is your year, that you, you get ready to kill it, you get ready to jump in there, God is going to show you something new, he's about to do a new thing, then show me you believe in how you prepare. Show me based on how you prepare that you actually believe what you say you believe. Because we know, 
What I've also learned in business too is that depending on the people you serve, you can't fake it. When you're serving people that's below six figures, you can fake it until you make it. But when you start serving six-figure women, you got to be who you say you are. Seven figures, eight figures, all of that stuff. The higher you go, the more secure you have to be in you. And secure you have to be in God and knowing what it is that you carry and what you bring to the table. For the kingdom's sake, you got to know. You got to be clear. You got to be sure. You can't be a hater. You got to know who you are. You got to know who you need. You can't be a carbon copy of somebody else. And there's so many people out here that's looking at other people and just doing what they do. Y'all don't realize how crazy that looks. When you when you become just like the person you just spent time around or you're spending time around, that don't look right. It looks like you're having a spiritual identity crisis because you are. Get in the face of God and find out what your cross is for the kingdom. Find out what it is that you need to do. All right, so let me get back to what I learned from 75 Hard. This is what I learned from 75 Hard. I learned that when you don't follow through, it costs you. I had to navigate through cold seasons doing the same thing that would have been easier in warm seasons if I had to just follow through. The second thing that I learned is that any reason why you're not doing something is an excuse. Because with 75 hard, whether somebody died or not, whether you were sick or not, you still had to check off those things. And if you did not check them off, then you were starting from day one. What I learned from that is that no excuse is a good excuse. You got to plan. You got to prepare to succeed. You got to prepare to be great. And there were many days where in the past I would have quit. But I was finding a way. I wasn't asking myself, how can, how, how am I going, I mean, I wasn't asking myself, telling myself I can't do it. My question was, how am I going to get this done today? I got this long schedule. I got this long list of things to do. I was looking at every obstacle as an opportunity by way of doing 75 hard. The next thing I learned from 75 hard is that water and food is medicine. I had fewer headaches during 75 hard. I, I suffered with migraines since I was five years old. That's 31 years. 30, what, 30, 33 years. I forgot how old I was, y'all. But that's been 33 years. I've been suffering from migraines for most of my life. And by drinking water and exercising and watching what I ate, I had very few migraines in that time. Very few migraines. I also learned how important rest is. Even though I wasn't resting on 75 hard, some of those days where I had to work out when it was on the weekends or on my Sabbath day, I did a lighter workout, a lighter workout, but I still sweat and I still went and walked outside, but I understood working my body like that and working my mind, how important rest was. You know, you feel when we were younger, when I was younger, I speak for myself. I used to be able to get three and four hours of sleep and still be able to function the next day. At 38 years old, not so. I need sleep. I need to get some sleep. I need to get some rest. Um, I need time to rejuvenate, to recover, to get back to, um, 
I need to get back, right? And so I learned how important rest is. And last but not least, I learned how important community is. And how you impact your community and they impact you. Me and my husband started 75 Heart together in the beginning. And when he finished, I mean, and when we stopped, I stopped one day and he stopped the next. During this journey, the last one where we actually finished, there were times when I wanted to stop and he wouldn't let me. There were times when he was like, man, I'm not doing it. And I wouldn't let him, right? And so what I learned is how important community is. If you have people in your sphere of influence that are making excuses, sometimes all we need is just one cosign. All we need is one person to say, man, that's too much. We ain't going to be able to do this. This is too much water. This is too much walking. We ain't got nothing to prove. We already did 70 days. It really don't matter. Like when you have people around you that make excuses and cosign your excuses, then you're going to give yourself the easy way out. And I learned how important the people around you are because he wasn't even thinking about stopping, but when I stopped, he stopped. Man, that's so important. We have to make sure that we are in a place where we are not quitting or stopping. So y'all, those are the four things that I learned from 75 Hard. And you got a bonus because I'm actually going to be going into phase one. Phase one, I'm starting it on Monday. That's 30 days. And that's even more things. The stuff I told you about before. And it's also some additional things that I have to do. Including eight critical tasks. Including meditating for 10 minutes a day. But I'm all for the challenge. Because I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to pivot. I'm ready for the change. I feel it in the air. I'm already getting systems and structures ready, not just inside of my business, but in my finances. Making the transition from one home to the next. I'm doing what I have to do because the highest measure of faith is preparation. And if I believe God, I need to prepare like I believe. Same thing for you all. So I want to thank you all for joining me on this podcast today. You be blessed. I love you, but God loves you so much more. It's time to pivot. It's time to not you either win or you learn. You don't lose. You learn. So look back over 2023 and learn from the repeated mistakes that you made and make a decision that you're going to do something different this year because God has something great for you. You can't afford to be distracted. You can't afford to be somewhere that you're not supposed to be. You can't afford to misrepresent him. You got to get it right this time. All of us do. I love you, and I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast. To join the movement, you can join our inner circle. You can follow us on Instagram or you can join our email list for daily or weekly tips on how you can really become a Proverbs 31 Boss. 
I enjoyed spending this time with you and I pray that what was shared was both edifying to your spirit and instructional for your daily life. I'll see you back next week on the Proverbs 31 Boss Podcast.